0: epiphysis versus leg calf Perthes disease. To start us off, I'm going to discuss slipped capital femoral epiphysis. This is when an anterior displacement of the femoral neck takes place from the capital epiphysis. During this anterior displacement, the head will remain within the acetabulum. This can take place either sudden or gradual, and it's most common in adolescence. Slipped capital femoral epiphysis is caused by a traumatic event, something as much as even turning in a bed while sleeping can cause it. With the acute onset, the patient will be unable to weight pair. You are most likely to see this in males more often than females, and it's usually associated with puberty. At least 50% of young adolescents have bilateral involvement. Some observations that you may see in a patient with slipped capital femoral epiphysis would include a short limb, obesity, quadriceps atrophy, and adductor spasm, As per the clinical presentations, you may recognize a vague pain in the knee, suprapatellar region, the thigh or hip uh, for vague pain. The patient would have pain in extreme motions as well. There may be a presence of a limp while walking, and that's often going to be the leg when the leg is externally rotated. The patient may present with limited range of motion, especially flexion, abduction, and internal rotation. When it comes to observations during the gait cycle, acute conditions may display an antalgic gait, while chronic conditions may display Trendelenburg external rotation. Radiological findings, the x-ray finding would reveal a displaced femoral epiphysis.
1: So now I'm going to discuss leg cav Perthes disease. This is a childhood disorder when there is an idiopathic osteonecrosis of the capital femoral epiphysis of the femoral head. The primary cause of this disease is avascular necrosis of the femoral head which is then followed by events that lead to impaired growth and development of the hip joint. The femoral head will appear flat on imaging. So leg calf Perthes disease occurs most commonly in boys, especially between the ages of 2 and 13 years old. The average age of occurrence is 6 years old. Upon observation, the child will have the following presentation. A shortened limb, with a, gri- with a higher greater trochanter, quadriceps atrophy, and an adductor spasm. Clinical manifestation of leg calf perthes disease will include a gradual onset of pain, which will be described as a vague ache, especially in the groin, which will radiate to the medial thigh and knee. The in- initial sign is often a limp, and the child will have a positive Trendelenburg sign. An antalgic gait will be observed, especially with activity and especially after activity. out towing of the involved limb, decreased abduction, internal rotation, and extension range of motion on the involved limb, hip flexion and adduction contractures can be present, and bilateral involvement is seen in 10 to 20% of children with this disease. Radiological findings can include an x-ray or an MRI. On an x-ray, there will be increased density, fragmentation, and flattening of the epiphysis. And on an MRI, there will be a positive bony crescent sign.
0: Now that you understand slipped capital femoral epiphysis versus leg-calf Perthes disease, here's a quote from Oprah Winfrey cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right here is to a new year final frontier warriors you are going to get it right keep on setting those goals keep on chasing them down this is your time this is your year you are powerful you are strong You are a Final Frontier Warrior, and you will pass.
1: Thank you very much for listening. For more information on the NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
0: Till next time, have a great
1: day. And a powerful tomorrow.